Well, I've got some good news and bad news. The bad news is the Rays lost in very sad and unfortunate fashion last night. The good news, I think this is going to rear up to be a really fun, impressive, enjoyable series, assuming the Rays can pull out a victory or two or three, but should be um, should be fun times this weekend. I would caution against the word fun. Um, after seeing the most uninspired baseball the race have played this year. But let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Lockdown Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Lockdown Rays. We're also on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Rays. And reach out to us anytime via email, LockdownRays at gmail.com. Uh, the Rays lost in extras last night by a score of four to three and uh a phrase or word you mentioned, Ulysses, uninspired play performance. Surprising, considering this is kind of a critical, important series. I don't know if you're pointing the finger to one particular player, i.e. Randy Rosarena. Is that where you're going? Uh, mostly. Mostly. Because uh, I... he had a doozy of, uh, of yeah. an Audi. I mean, I, I... was he asleep at the wheel? For pretty was much it, the entirety of that game, or at least nine, in the fourth inning. Was it nine strikeouts he had yesterday? Nine, 11, 12, 15, 17? I forget how many strikeouts. And 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 just the the swings, the this man, maybe not even the swings, but the swing choices. I mean that that last at bat. What was that? I, I don't know if it's a case of he just wasn't feeling it, having a bad day, some personal issues going on, because not only what he did or didn't do at the plate, but in the field, too, with a half-assed throw to third, allowing Gunnar Henderson to have a leadoff triple. Talk about a devastating blow to your defense and the guy on the mound in Tyler Glass now. Um, a runner at third with no outs. I don't care if you're Justin Verlander. That's going to impact pretty much any and every pitcher. Uh, the same inning, though, he should have actually had an outfield assist, so he did make up for it in some respect, but Francisco Mejia dropped the ball. And then, however, in the 10th inning, I don't know what was happening where he takes the ball or calls off Jose Siri, when normally it's the center fielder that should be calling off the left fielder or right fielder. And... Look, I know the chances of him throwing out a runner at the plate from that distance, from as far as that ball was hit, is minimal or nil, but doesn't even attempt to throw. And and not only that, but earlier in the game, I forgot about this, but he hit into a double play in the first inning, ground ball to third, and I've seen Randy hustle harder than that. I know there's runners at second and third, and I, I mean, good double play, sure, but I feel like it just there was not something was off. Yes, it was. It was not a good day for Randy Rosarena yesterday, and that has to be said because I think if you listen back to um, our episodes, we're we're Randy people. Like we, yeah. we we and and during the off season when very silly people were suggesting uh, to to trade Randy Rosarena, 
We we said this guy's like the motor of the offense. How are you gonna replace this guy? But yesterday, but you have to also say that the bad things. And yesterday was a bad game. Just yeah. overall, I, mean, I I all of, out of all of the the things that you mentioned that he was a factor in in last night's game, which were all negative. I I care less about the double play because he does always hustle. Right. And it did look like he didn't as much, but he still did. You know what I'm saying? Like he gave yeah. it like an 85% Randy, which is sometimes 120% of other people. So that's my least of my concerns. But that throw, that throw from left field, that cannot happen. That cannot happen. That's you willingly not doing your job. That's you willingly taking a playoff. That's you willingly saying it, the play is over. The ball is dead. When it most certainly is not. Right. It is not. And also, was the research not done? Do you not know who is a, who, who, who just hit that ball? How they hustle? How they're hungry? Are you not seeing the turns they took from first? Are you not seeing the turn from second base? You, you get that ball in. You, you, you appreciate your pitcher throwing nasty stuff out there for the first three innings and looking amazing. You, you know that you haven't scored anything. So yeah. now it's, a, it's, it's an extra base hit, and you're just going to lob it? Just lob it like a dead throw? No. I'm just so disappointed about that play in particular because yeah. you can, you know, you can, for, you can, you can forgive guys that, you know, they make an error. They're human beings, right? They're, they make an error. But that one, it's not a type of error that you can forgive because that's a willingly, like, you took that action. You know, when, when, when Wonder Franco makes an error at shorts, I know he didn't want to make an error. You know, right. Randy Rosarena chose to stop after he got, he hits the ball, do a little crow, a crow hop, and then lob it worse than a 10 year old would do oh, yeah. in a little league game. Unacceptable. No, it was his head was completely out of the game. And it would be one thing if you're playing the athletics and you're up seven to one or you're playing whoever and you're down by a touchdown or something like that. But this may or may not be the biggest series of the season up to this point for sole possession of first place. And I know the Rays are having a lousy month and I know that Randy's uh, reserves are maybe uh, on the low end after the all-star break and the home run derby and everything on the lead up to that. But Got to give me a little bit something more than that. And I know I'll acknowledge that everybody has bad days and we can't get into this into the mind of of what a particular person or player is going through. But you would think that on a Thursday evening with 20,000 all eyes on you, you're playing in the Randy land, you know, Randy land fans are cheering for you. inning by any minute, minute by, by minute. And there's nothing there's like nothing nothing at all it was it, it seemed almost like passive aggressive to the point like he didn't yeah. want to he didn't want to be out there and, and like that that would be a case if i'm kevin cash i i know it's maybe controversial but after that play the throw or the non-throw you you pull them take you give seat. them the yank job take i'm sure seat. there's somebody else that would that would much rather be be out there playing you want to lob it like that you want to lob it for tyler glass now who who 
who is just painting so far against yes. a really tough lineup. Uh, the word that Randy Rosarena did not uh, have in mind yesterday starts with a C and it ends with a T. Don't go there, people. Context. Yeah. Context. The context of what the game means. The context of of knowing that you are the the engine of the team. You are. You are. And so what you put out there, those vibes are going to be, you know, received by the whole team and by the whole fandom. Yes. You can't just do so the context was completely lost on him. And I, I just I'm, I'm I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because he he's a guy that never takes a, a playoff. And when you say that it, it kind of looked uh, passive aggressive, maybe that's us as a fandom trying to you know rationalize and and and, and see be, uh, something between the lines where it isn't. But that's exa- exactly what I thought too. Yeah. And we no. didn't talk about the game. We were talking about it right now, and we yeah. both had the same thought. So I know that there are people out there on YouTube that are hitting subscribe and that like button because you know they want to help us out. And they feel the same way. They yes. they saw it the same way. I just I I'm very disappointed. That was probably in my book the worst loss of the year, Kevin. I don't know about you. Yeah, and to go back to it, what we saw there from Randy Rosarena, that's a guy that if you're the Rays, you don't give an extension to in that moment, in that, in that time moment. frame. Uh it's really unfortunate. And unfortunate for the Rays because uh it's been an ongoing theme. Uh, runners in scoring position, two for 14, left on base, nine. And I know that the Orioles have a really, really nasty bullpen between Cano and Batista. I mean, we can basically say that if the Rays, if the Rays aren't scoring within the first six innings, seven innings, might as well close up shop. Might as well go home early uh, in that case. And, um, you know, I mean, offensively speaking, I do not to go too much longer on the game, but um, aside from not the runs weren't there, but I did like the approach of base hits up the middle, base hits the other way, be it Jose Siri, Yandy Diaz, Taylor Walls, but it clearly just wasn't enough. And I don't know what got into Ramon Arias, but I guess he he mirrored or, or copied Taylor Walls because it seemed like he was snagging liners and, and balls that, all night. The ball which, in the eighth inning, man. The yeah. ball in the eighth inning, that was that was the game. Um, I, I have a question for you, but I'll, I'll, I'll leave it for the next minute. Okay, sounds good. Uh, we have more to discuss on a Friday episode, but first we have to tell you this. For a championship team, it is all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to what they call My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money will be returned. Because just like in the old game of sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop on eBay Motors, that's what it's about, too. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers Eligible items only as well, and exclusions apply. 
Did you watch the uh, any of the post-game conferences? Because I just turned it off. I did not. I rarely ever watch the pre-game or post-game antics and hijinks. No, no, no. Apologize. Or like the, the clips after. Like, you know, they, you know, they they put the clips on Bally Sports on the app. Like they like the Kevin Cash and, and then. The oh, no, I did not. Know. I did not check those out. Me either. But I'm Me either. Sure... Okay. But my point is, I really hope, really hope somebody asked about that. And uh, we know people in the media here and in the area and, and they're all lovely people. I just feel like sometimes they're like too I chummy the with the, they're too close to it. They're not the Boston media market, the New York media market, um, insert challenging Northeast media market here. Uh, they throw softball questions for the most part. And I get it. You, you have to have a good report. You're going to see those guys 180 uh, some, some days in, in, in the year. I get that. You, but you can be respectful. You can be polite, and they can also, and you can actually grow that relationship so that it's also polite to them, right? They're doing their job too. They have to get the story. They have to get the words out of the the player. So I'm saying this because I really hope somebody asked about the the lobbying of the throw. I really hope so that that, yeah. that somebody asked about that. I really hope that somebody asked Cash about it too and what he thinks about a player doing such thing. And I. Uh, and, and and the biggest question is, I know that tonight is Randy Land, and we're both going to be in attendance. By the way, shout out to two people of the Locked on Race family, Ryan Hill and Austin Holloway, yes. hooking us up with tickets for tonight's game. You guys are awesome. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we will see you tonight. Um, I know it's Randy Land, and you can't um, fault the fans for Randy's attitude. But in any multiverse, do you see the chance of Randy uh, being benched on a Randy Land day? Uh, probably not. But I will say this. There was so much talk about what happened with Wander Franco and him being benched and being, quote, a bad teammate. What Randy Rosarena displayed last night, that's the definition of being a bad teammate, if I'm being honest. And I'll be really curious to see what was said or what happened in that clubhouse post game. And did Taylor Walls have a, sh a shot at turning or because Taylor Walls also kind of slept on the plate. Too. Yes, that's true as well. But I feel like it was more egregious of what a hundred did. And I'm, I'm glancing at the Topkin story again. I'm not, uh, I don't have it uh, as a, as a fine tooth comb per se, but it seems like Topkin is more referring to uh, Taylor Walls not being as assertive on the advance uh, as opposed to uh, Randy, which is odd. See, on the on the play, I think it's like eighty percent on Randy. Yeah, the twenty percent is the Taylor Wall slice. Which, if you want to be an, a lawyer about this, which I am not, but if you want to be a lawyer about it, like that was maybe the most important thing. Like, hey, be why are you giving your back to the runner? You should be, you know, turned sideways like I'm, i guess in his in if you look mm -hmm. if you make yourself be on the field like he should have been looking at the stance you know uh so that he could have some peripheral vision on the, of the runner he didn't have that uh but yeah overall i just you know I, I agree with you obviously i don't think he would be sat down on a randy land day uh or benched rather but i just that was very aaron hicksy yeah with not the, good with the yankees like just not um, okay. And if you, you bring that effort, 
whether it's Randy or somebody else, it's hard to win a ball game without everybody giving their full bore. You have one guy that's standing in a corner and moping. That that ruins it for you against a team like the Orioles. You're not You're screwed. You, again, context like you are not hitting. Like you yourself, Randy, are not hitting, and the whole team ain't hitting. Every run matters. You're up 1-0 against a team that's really good. You do not take a playoff. You yeah. don't. That's again, you forgive errors. That was not an error. That was a willful, lazy throw to the yeah. to the infield. If uh, if Evan Longoria was on the team, he probably would have and should have got in Randy's face after that. Yeah. So and I know and and you know what? I don't think there is that person in the clubhouse in 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 in, in this team. There is no Evan Longoria. There is no Tommy Pham. And mm-hmm. I think that's a problem. I think that's an issue. There's no Eric Kinski. There's no yeah. Cliff Floyd. There's not somebody who goes, hey, this, this is important. You, you don't get to just take a playoff because you've been in first place for the first 90 games. Yeah. You don't do that. The accountability. And I don't know how much Kevin Kiermeyer was that guy compared to the, those other guys, but having that type of player I think is very important. A Nelson Cruz-esque type that can stand up and still even – a verbal lashing of a player, uh, a teammate can still have the the respect and the dignity to go forward. So yeah, the veteran, that's, a, that's a huge issue. The so. veteran leadership, exactly what you're saying is like, who is it? Brendan Lau? No, I'm sorry. If, even if talk. Brendan Lau is the most veteran guy in that, in that clubhouse, if you're true to yourself and you look in the mirror, do you think Brendan Lau is going to go up to Randy Rosarena and say, Hey, uh, yeah, don't do that. No. And and the other challenge too is Brandon Lau is dealing with his own issues with injuries and struggles, and it's really hard to okay. So now I know he's got a long term contract, but you're adding this to my plate of duties. But if he was going out and having a a 2019 2021 Brandon Lau year, maybe he has more gumption to do that. But yeah. that's just not his personality. And that's not and his when personality you're, when you're struggling in in multiple facets. Um, it's hard to be that guy to, yeah. to step up. It, it, it's not, so I, I just don't see anybody. Josh Lofer, come on, he's just no. a rookie. Look, Rayleigh, really, another rookie. Like Taylor Walls ain't, ain't talking to anybody like that. Like Beth and well, I guess Wander does it, never... but he doesn't do it in a, a diplomatic <laughs> avenue. So I, I I don't see the veteran leadership there. And you can say Zach Eflin. I get it. Pitchers, it's not the same. It's a pitcher. It's a pitcher. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. So now the Rays have games against the Orioles on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Ulysses, what is your best guesstimation on how this series shakes out? Do the Rays go one and three, two and two? Do they take the series? Uh, do they get swept? Oh God, um, they're definitely going to be win one because I will give Shane McClanahan that W there. On Saturday, I think he's pitching. Assuming he gets run support. Jeez. God, this is such a... That's why I put on the on the Canva fun Friday question mark because it's yeah. not a fun Friday episode so far, people. It's event Friday. Um, I'm going to go with two. 
I'm going to go with Devil Rays Day, Randy Land, good vibes in the building. Uh-huh. We're going to be there. Locked on Rays is going to you know, provide some, some good luck. So they're going to win on Friday. They're going to win on Saturday, which is Shane McClanahan's day. Please let me be right. I believe so. And then uh, who's pitching tonight then? Eflin? Uh, good question. That would be – I got it right here. Kyle Bradish going up against Zach Eflin. So maybe okay. that's an opportunity. But Bradish is pitching better than Eflin, um, you know, just generally speaking. So, yeah. So I'm going to go give the race two out of the next three. But I would not be surprised to only win one, man. I would not be surprised. And right now I would be ecstatic winning two. Yeah. And again, these teams are, are trending in, in opposite directions. So the momentum is, is for the Orioles right now. And that's, uh, that's an important thing for sure. Um, all right. One last thing. Yeah. Just know people that the Rays have a mediocre offense for the last 40, uh, for 42% of their season. Now 42% of the season, middle of the road, below average offense. That's since June 1st, that's 42% of the season. I know the optimists out there are going to be like, well, that means that 58% of the time they've been great. Yeah. That 58% of the time happened a long time ago. Yeah. Um, It's funny. uh, We talk about needing a reliever or a starter, and maybe we do need both of those things, but you might need a middle of the order bat. If this offense uh, continues like it is right now, I know where to get one. Triple (laughs) a. Yes. Okay. And you want to put and, and you want to give it its own and, and you've got a multitude of, of accents. You want a Hispanic accent? Boom, Jonathan Randa. You want an Australian accent? Boom, Curtis Mead. You got both of them, baby. You need something. Oh, you do oh need a spark. I don't know how reliable roster. they'd be in the playoffs, but maybe uh, something to. I, I said don't upset the apple cart, but maybe you want to shake it a little bit. Maybe you're at that uh, juncture. Can, oh, nobody can uh, have a shortstop if Wander is hurt. Taylor Walls needs to be there. Are we just now, like, giving Taylor Walls just, like, the most important, like, you have the most important role ever? Like, what the? What, the, what are You didn't hear? About? They're actually putting a statue of Taylor Walls out there on September 23rd next to Evan Longoria and Aki Iwamura. The way they're treating him, it seems like it. Like, there is not a realm of possibility that a guy that has been trending down steeply offensively since uh, April 30th, that he just has a, a lockdown job. Like, wow. Like when did he get um, tenure? Just yeah. already. Impressive. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, speaking of Curtis Mead, would you make this deal? Would you trade Shane Boz, Curtis Mead, Xavier Isaac, and Marcus Johnson for Shohei Otani at the deadline? Yes or no? Damn, I just see this is where you get too close with Curtis Mead. Mm-hmm. We have had him on the pod, and he is a outstanding young gentleman. He is. I I think so. I agree. First of all, I don't know who Marcus Johnson is. By the way, uh, this is not me just throwing guys into baseball trade values. This was uh, a trade proposed or hypothetically 
pushed forward by ESPN. One of their writers and a listener reached out to us and figured, hey, let's let's mention it and and talk about it for a couple of minutes. But I would make that deal yeah. a million times over. Um, I know we're in love with Curtis Mead, but uh, Curtis Mead isn't the only guy who who may or may not make an impact for the Rays in the future. There's somebody named Junior Caminero. There's uh, uh, Kyle Manzardo. There's Carson Williams. There, I mean, there's so many guys. So many. And it's guys. Shohei. And it's Shohei. Yeah, it's Shohei. Here's your one chance to really, really go for it. I know the Rays are sliding and be better if they were healthier and in a better spot right now. But at some point, you got to go for it. Um, the Rays. To, it, so. It's like it's like somebody saving their money their entire life and never spending it. The Rays have a ton of prospect equity. They always have, probably always will. At some point, it's time to, to buy that fancy car, buy that fancy house, buy a toy or two. Um, And I think there's something to be said for uh, giving yourself a legitimate chance to win a championship. And if you win a championship, how much goodwill that builds up in the Tampa Bay area for um, for future stadium yep. build out implications. Uh, the tide turns when a team yeah. like the Bucks win a championship. The tide turns when a team like the Lightning wins a championship. So uh, that could be a real rallying cry of, wow, they are really making an effort in landing Shohei Otani, not to mention all the attention you would get for the next couple months. And Mark Topkin brought up this really a rumor swirling about of uh, Stu Sternberg possibly selling some or large portion of the team. And it's like, Hey, let me, let me go out on a, on a high note. Let's have our swan song. Let's, let's really go crazy with this thing. Like at some point I, that, that deal that to me, that doesn't say, Oh my gosh, we're going to be depleted for the next five, six years. It's like, okay, you gave everybody Shane Boz. I mean, I, I I don't know when we're going to see him on the field again, but again, everybody that's like, Oh, you can't trade for show. It's only a rental and you're going to deplete the farm. Like, do you know who the Rays are? Do, I mean, yeah. do you do you know? It's not the players right now. It's the development. It's the structure. It's the infrastructure they have. It's the it 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 it's the the corporate culture they've created in the organization. It's not just these players. Like it's a whole thing that they have created that makes them good at developing young players. Like the Rays do this trade. They're not going to be set back into the stone ages. Like these yeah. people don't understand that. And by the way, it's a one in a lifetime talent in Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani, for anybody that doesn't understand this, Shohei Otani is the most talented baseball player that has ever been and yeah. that will ever be. This man needs already to have a – if he were to not play another season after this year, he would need to have a sculpture, a statue in Cooperstown next to his damn plaque. This is like quintessential guy. So you're telling me, oh, the Rays would be depleted for, for trading for just a guy. It's not just a guy. It's not just a guy. You get an ace on the mound, and you get a, a, a guy that's hitting a 3-4 hole. You know how people are like, oh, man, Brennan Lau really does give a lot of protection to Randy Rosarena and Wander Franco and Harold Ramirez and Isa Caretas. He's so, he's so fundamental. Put Shohei. Yeah. Put Shohei there instead. Right. Are you kidding me? No, I think – and again, you say it often. Prospects are lottery tickets. 
high value lottery tickets. Some of these names on this proposed deal are, but at the end of the day, they're lottery tickets. We don't know. Curtis Mead may end up being, uh, you know, a four war player for his entire career. He could be a 40 war player. I don't know that. Um, it's probably somewhere more in the middle, but this is a real opportunity to to have some fun. Like at the end of the day, what are we here for? Like, let's bring Thank some you. energy, some excitement. Let's this look, is a trade like this isn't going to set your franchise back for years and years and years. They built up the infrastructure. They're good to go. Like in, in the way that prospects, their, um, their, their rankings and their stock changes, like Vidal Bruhan, nobody would, would, uh, give you a bag of baseballs for him. We look a year and a half, two years ago, be like, oh, we can't trade Vidal Bruhan for, we can't include him in a Chris Bryant acquisition. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, what a great He's untradeable. Point. He's on the, the, the no trade list. What a great point. And again, like, how, what's the, the percentage of prospects that are in the top 100 that actually make it to have a three war, uh, a, a season uh, career? Not many guys. Not Maybe fifteen percent, if that. Just if if you have time today, people go look at the twenty twelve or twenty fifteen draft. Yeah. See how many names you recognize uh, as superstars, as like game changer guys. Not a lot. Not a lot. Um. So yeah, Shoei would always be cool in uh, that uh, that trade by ESPN. I think. It's, it's a yes. I, I thought it was it was kind of selling Shohei Otani short, but it is the Angels after all. So I mean, with b- between Shohei and Mike Trout and others, they they can't make the playoffs. So maybe that is a time to to pull the wool over them. I'll say this to close out the the how do I say this? I know the Rays are not going to trade for Shohei Otani, like. I know, and, and it's fun to talk about just to, to be in, in dreamland. They're not going to. Right. But what's going to be more frustrating is not that they didn't go for it. It's the fact that whatever the Angels get, the race could have given more. Yes. Um, let me also add this real quickly. Um, Ray's top prospects in 2021. Uh, they're top, I'll go 10. Okay. You had Wander Franco, obviously. Mm-hmm. Luis Patino, he's tearing it up. Uh, Randy Rosarena, Vidal Bruhan tearing it up. Brennan McKay, uh, he just has a silhouette as his image right now. Nowhere to be found. Shane McClanahan, not bad. Uh, Xavier Edwards, Shane Boz, Taylor Walls, Greg Jones. Like, again, back in 2021. Uh, 50%. Yeah. Yeah. 50% zero value right now. Basically. So uh, just some food for thought there. In the meantime, thank you all for listening. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you next week.